there. Thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. Bring back the oldies. Bring back the oldies and the goodies. That's my topic. You know, some uh, weeks ago, I uh, produced a uh, podcast and I wrote an article about bringing back the PTA. Our educational system is crying out. On one hand, we hear the cries of the parents who want a voice, who are objecting to some of the things that are taking place in their educational system, and they want to be heard about that. They want to be considered. They want to have dialogue. They want to have debate. They want to have discussion, and they want some changes. On the other hand, you have the teachers, and they're crying out. They want what they want. usually revolves around increased income and perhaps greater independence in teaching and less oversight. And then you have the cries of the board and the administrators of the school who want to just run the school without any opposition in any way that they want and uh, don't want to have opposition, don't want to have anybody telling them what to do, don't want to have to have the dialogue. That's like a interference in their job and it's a burden in their job in carrying out the school responsibilities that they assume. So this whole school system is reeking. whole school system is just uh, vibrating, but not in sync. So I said, let's bring back the PTA. Now, there are some school systems that still have a PTA. They may call it something different, but it's an opportunity for the teachers and the parents to come together regularly, three or four times a year, and have dialogue and have discussion and have speakers that challenge them and give them opportunity to debate and discuss and consider new ideas and consider ways of working together as a school and as a community. So we need to bring back the PTA. We need to bring back the school council, 10 or 20 or 15 parents that meet regularly, monthly with the principal and kind of review what's going on in the school and give suggestions and give feedback. You see, that's what is needed today. We need to bring that back. We need to bring that opportunity back for the community to rejoin the school and for the school to have less independence and become part of the community again. School and community should be one. So we need to bring back the PTA. What about other possibilities? There's a musical program, comes from Canada, young lady who entitles her musical program, Bring Back the Hymns. What she does is that she sings every Sunday hymns, plays the guitar, plays the violin, plays the piano, sings. But all she focuses on are hymns. She brings back the hymns. And then she brings to our attention what these hymns meant over history and what they do mean and can mean and should mean today. So she gives a little presentation about these various hymns. A very delightful little program, Bring Back the Hymns. I catch it on YouTube. You see, hymns were written hundreds of years ago, and um, they were based on theology. They taught theology. This is how people learned theology. They often didn't read the Bible. Many didn't have a Bible to read theology. And some of them didn't even go to church. But if they did, they got some teaching. But singing hymns was a way to teach the individual the history of the church and the theology of the church. And without hymns, we lose that. We don't have that. And the church people are becoming ignorant in regards to the theology of the Bible. Now, theology are the themes of the Bible. The overall arching themes of the Bible. Not just a verse here and a word a word here and a phrase here and that kind of thing. No, no. These are the themes that permeate the Bible and come to our attention 
in many ways. You can get it by reading, but you can also get it by singing the old hymns. These are the Bible themes. This is Bible history, if you will. So we need to bring back the hymns as well as bring back the PTA. Now, here's a third one. Bring back the music. Bring back the music to the community. Bring back the community. I mean, bring back the music. Bring back the music to the church. Here's what I mean. In the past, we sang hymns. Everybody knew them. Everybody sang them. Everybody participated, and we were like a great choir, a great chorus coming together on a Sunday morning church service. I don't know if you've been to church lately, but we aren't doing that anymore. Church has abandoned the idea of singing together and gaining the bond that comes from singing together. And what they did is they took these songs that everybody knew and everybody sang, everybody participated in, and threw them out and brought into the church little choruses that somebody wrote in the middle of the night that had maybe one point that was repeated over and over and over again, but not theology. It was just a point about the Bible or a point about God or a point about uh, religion in some way and faith and life, and then just made that become the mantra Sunday morning. Now, if you've been to church lately, or if you do, here's what you notice. Men do not sing. Women sing. Many people do not sing at all. Some mouth the words that are put on the screen in front of them, and others just sit back and check out, disassociate with what's going on. So you see, we don't have a unity. We don't have a unifying force in the songs or the choruses that are now sung. We've taken that away and we've introduced this kind of individualism. Somebody up in front sings and sings loud and becomes basically a soloist, a performer. So many of the people that lead music in these churches these days are basically performers and they're doing it for their own selfish aggrandizement. They're not bringing the congregation together. They're not unifying the congregation through music. We've thrown away the majestic instruments of the organ and the piano and many of the other instruments. We've replaced it with a guitar that has its own value, by the way. And we have somebody up front singing basically a solo and others not joining in particularly. Congregational singing is basically gone, lost. So what about bringing back the music? Bringing back the old music of the organ and of the piano and uh, the voices of the congregation, the voices of a choir. That's what we are missing today in the church. Now, let me just mention this about the choir. I'd like to see also the bringing back of choirs. You know, we used to have community choirs. Every community basically had a little choir, whether it was a high school uh, group of people who got together and sang outside of the school, by the way. They did that at school and in school, but they also did in the community. Junior high kids, high school kids, college kids, young people, older people, all come together in a community and sing as a community choir. We've had that. We used to live in a community that had a community choir, and twice a year they had a concert, and everybody in the community came. It was a unifying force in the community. We need to bring that back. We need to bring back the choir in the high school. We don't see high schools having choirs these days. If they do have a musical program, it's a few people that come together and sing. Just a few. We don't have these high school choirs of 100 or 200 kids singing. We've taken away the choirs from the churches. We don't have church choirs anymore. We have three or four people who aggrandize themselves, sing as if 
they were the important ones. They don't even bring the congregation into the singing. They just sing to the congregation rather than with and for the congregation. Interesting way of looking at it. College choirs. We don't see that anymore either. We used to have colleges that would travel across the country bringing their musical groups with them and singing in various settings and venues and bringing the attention of the community to that particular college through the voices and the choir of that particular college. We need to bring back our choirs. We need to bring back our bands. Communities don't have bands like they used to have. Rare is a community that has a band. Well, or an orchestra. Let's put it that way. We need to bring that music back into the community. This brings people together. This brings people into a sense of unity, a sense of oneness, a sharing, a opportunity to uh, value each other and appreciate the skills and the contributions of each other to the goodness of that society, to the goodness of that particular community. We need to bring back our bands, our choirs, our musical groups at the community level like we've had in the past. Lastly, let me say this. We need to bring back true journalism. We need to toss out the idea of journalism today as we now know it. A journalist is no longer a journalist. They are political advocates. They are news interpreters. And we don't need that. That has its place. But what we need is people who will report the news just as the news unfolds. And then we as the reader do the interpretation. We need to bring back the news reporter that we've had in the past and get rid of the journalists as we now know them with their biases and with their sense of importance and their sense of uh, priority in telling us what we should think and believe and know and not know. Get rid of the journalists as we now see it today. They're propagandists. We don't need the uh, propagandists to tell us what we th we should be thinking about the news. What we need is a news reporter that tells us what the news is, what happened, and then we can discuss it and interpret it ourselves. Journalists today think of the reader as ignorant and uneducated and uninformed and uninterested, and they've taken the role of trying to be the one to be the educator of the public and tell the public what they think they should know, what they think they should think. We need to get rid of that. Stop the schools of journalism. You know, I read a research study not too long ago, which indicated that about one faculty member out of 100, one out of 90, something like that, was Republican. All the rest were Democratic, leftists. Now, there's two things there. One's Republican, one's Democratic, and then we have the leftists. That's three political parties, if you will. So the journalism school have departed from the sense of balance and the sense of integration and the sense of discussion and debate and they have become interpreters of the events of the world in the context of what they believe politically, sociologically, economically. So we need to bring back true journalism. Forget the word journalist, drop it, stop it, and bring back the term news reporters and let's start over again. Let's have news reporters reporting the news to us who think of us as having a brain and think of us as having a mind and having a, the ability to think and interpret news ourselves. We don't need them to tell us what we think we should think. So they are. We need to bring back the oldies. 
The oldies are not necessarily bad. Oldies are not necessarily to be avoided or to be forgotten. There's a lot of value. There's a lot of good. There is a lot of openness and talk and openness of learning and openness of dialogue in these methods that we've used before. We've become an our society. We've become a church. We've become a community which is closed down and we don't have the systems of coming together, learning together, dialoguing together, thinking together, reacting together, responding together, building a community together, moving forward as a country together. We've lost that togetherness. So do what you can. Share this message. Send it around to somebody else who might think they uh, might like to hear this and give some food to thought. Hey, nice to have you with me, and um, thanks for joining in. Bye for now.